What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by Digio Strategies. This is your weekly look at all things high school football and the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, and studio host and producer of Dustin Woods Football on 96.9 The Legend. Got a fun show for you guys today. I am going to be joined by Elba Tigers head coach, Mark Seaving. They're coming off a 48-0 victory over Brantley on Friday night. We'll talk about the 4-0 start for the Elba Tigers and look ahead to their next matchup against Providence Christian. But that'll be in a few weeks because they are off this week. So great conversation coming up with Coach Seaving. And we'll look at all the scores from this past weekend in the Wiregrass and look ahead to the schedule for this upcoming week. But before we do all that, let you guys know you can find me in the podcast. Find me on social media at PJordanSCC. Podcast is available over to WiregrassDailyNews.com or wherever you get your podcast. You can also email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com. Now let's look at all the games from this past weekend in Around the Wiregrass. All right, we're going to just run through the scores real quickly. Then I'm going to get to my conversation with Coach Mark Seaving over at Elba. 7A Region 2, Dothan defeated Prattville 59-24. Enterprise defeated Smith Station 54-7. In 5A Region 2, Carroll defeated Charles Henderson 34-24. Eufaula defeated Greenville 45-13. And Headland defeated Rehoboth 22-6. In 4A Region 2, Andalusia defeated Bullock County 50-0. Catholic Montgomery defeated Slocum 42-0. Montgomery Academy defeated Dale County 57-42. A lot of points in that one. Booker T. Washington defeated Geneva 54-14. 3A Region 2, Providence defeated Op 10-6. Houston Academy defeated Ashford 48-6. Pike County defeated Northside Methodist 47-0. And Delville defeated New Brockton 28-0. In 2A Region 2, Cottonwood defeated Whitsburg 28-22 to stay undefeated on the season. GW Long defeated Ayrton 33-27. Zion Chapel defeated Sampson 22-0. And Abbeville defeated Geneva County. 20 to 0. In 2A Region 3, Realtown defeated Goshen 43 to 18. Lafayette defeated Barber County 30 to 0. Then in 1A Region 2, Elba defeated Brantley 48 to 0. We're about to talk to Coach Seaving about that. Georgiana defeated Kinston 40 to 0. And Houston County defeated Red Level 40 to 35. Now that is your scores around the wiregrass from this past week. And now I'm going to play my conversation with Elba head coach Mark Seaving. Everybody joining me this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report is Elba Tigers head coach Mark Seaving. Uh, the Elba Tigers were victorious on Friday night, defeating Brantley 48-0. to And uh, Coach Seaving, congrats on the win. Congrats on the 4-0 start so far on the season. And uh, appreciate you taking time. Come on the show. Uh, thank you, Philip. man. It was uh, felt like it was a really big win for us. Uh, Brantley's, uh, I think Brantley's a little bit down this year. But uh, I'll tell you what, anytime you can go over to that place and and get a win uh, is big, and, and to do it the way we did it, I think, is uh, kind of sends a message. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I saw the score, and, of course, with Brantley, I mean, anybody in the Wiregrass area that, that's seen that name and won a football knows that they are con- – consistency is everything with it. They're consistently one of the better teams uh, going in. And with this game, you know, when you were going into it, uh, what were some of the things you were looking out of your team to come out of that game? Well, like I said, we knew they they graduated a lot of guys last year, um, and uh, their their quarterback is also uh, got a got a banged up ankle, so we knew they were without. But 
I'll tell you, man, when you watch them uh, on film and um, they, uh, you know, against McKenzie, I mean, they they did a really good job of moving the ball and uh, they're just, they're just one of those teams that's always going to play you tough. And even though it was 48 nothing the other night, I, I feel like it was a, especially in the first half. I mean, it was a tough, tough first half. I mean, uh, they made us earn everything we got and, um, you know, they hit some plays on us and we had to bow our neck and, and stop them and, and spot. So, uh, you know, it kind of went, it kind of, it was a really good, really good football game there in the first half and made us really, really play hard and, uh, challenged our guys and, uh, just love the way that our guys responded. So we're, uh, we're really, really proud of them. And, uh, you know, when you said it was 20-0 at halftime, then third quarter come out, you guys, your team scores 21 points. Uh, what, what was the difference there in the third quarter? What was it for you guys really open it up and really distance yourself? Well, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, that our size and, and our type of play, our offense – you know, I think it kind of wears on people a little bit, and uh, and I really think that was the case the other night. They, um, uh, like I said, they were they were down on their numbers a little bit, and uh, you know, when we start uh, we start running that football, and uh, some of the linemen that we got um, this year, uh, you know, we're load to we're we're tough to stop. So, um, and then those same guys are turning around playing defense and. Uh, but I don't, you know, Brantley struggled running the ball against us. And, you know, when you can't, uh, you know, when you, when you're kind of one dimensional, then, uh, it, whether, whether you can only run it or only throw it or, or, uh, or, or struggle doing both, it's going to take its toll on you, you know, and, uh, you, I know, you know, we've been in that situation before where, where, uh, you know, man, you're trying everything you can and, and things just aren't working and, so real big credit. Felt like it was definitely the best defensive game we played all year. Um, you know, our guys up front and our linebackers are flying around the ball, stopping the run. And then we had some DBs make some big plays. Uh, we had two interceptions in the game. Uh, you know, we blocked a punt. We did uh, just made a lot of plays and made it real difficult on their offense to get any consistency going. So uh, super proud of, of of our guys for that. Yeah, sounds like y'all had every stat filled in the in the stat sheet after after that win on Friday night. And you know, a couple of things too. You mentioned there your front seven, and I know me and you talked before the season. You were really excited about that group. Oh, how have you seen they them develop in these first four games of the season? Well, I tell you, they're um, they're really playing like dominating football right now. Um, uh, from the offensive line perspective, uh, you know. Uh, they're all the same guys that we had last year, except last year they were all young. Now they've got that year of experience underneath them. They're all bigger. And, uh, you know, they're just, uh, you know, you can count on them. You know, they, they make a lot of uh, a lot of the calls. You know, we call the plays, but they make a lot of the calls that make those plays work. And, uh, you know, with that experience underneath their belt, uh, they can get out there and, uh, and look at a defense and know what to call and, um, you know, man, when we're blocking the right ones and, and we got some big dudes out there, you know, uh, double teaming you and doing things like that, um, you know, we're going to make life tough on you a little bit. And then, you know, you flip it around and uh, we're rotating a bunch of guys in there on uh, uh, on defensive line. Um, we got some big bodies, like some guys that can uh, that can get off blocks, play really well with their hands, and uh, and 
you know, uh, not only that, but but running the football and uh, and get pressure on quarterbacks. And you know, when you can do that, was kind of like the Bama game uh, that they lost to Texas. You know, and Coach Saban was saying, you know, if we can get pressure with three or they, Texas is getting pressure on Bama with three guys, you know, that uh, that means there's you know, you know, there's eight guys over there in coverage. So, um, you know. Our D linemen are, are a big part. D line, O line, those guys are a big part of what we do, and um, and really proud of the way that they're playing right now. I know each week, you know, I'll keep up with you guys. Of course, I'm keeping up with all the scores around the area uh, during the, the Dothan Wolves games, but and also kidding on Saturday mornings, get the paper, reading you know the stats every. Uh, Cade Atkins, talk about him a little bit. I mean, he plays a linebacker on defense, running the ball also on offense. Uh, just every week, he's seems like he's having really big performances for you guys. He's a special player, man. He, um, you know, offensively uh, for us, the past three years that I've been here, we've always had a guy that we put at wing that was uh, more of a speedy guy. Um, you know, a lot smaller, 170 pounds guy that could really run fast and. We felt like, uh, although those guys did a lot for us production-wise, we felt like we weren't really getting the blocking out of those guys that we would maybe get out of a bigger dude. So um, we decided to put Caden there, and uh, man, he doesn't. He does. You know, we haven't we haven't dropped off in the production. We've actually gained with him being there, and you know, we've added a, a guy that is a you know a devastating blocker over there on offense. So. Um, he can do, you know, he can do it all. And I'll tell you what, he's, you know, uh, he's an elusive runner uh, for a big guy. And, uh, man, he knows how to run behind his pads and, you know, has a really good stiff arm. And uh, it's going to be very difficult for just one guy to get him down. And then, uh, you know, defensively, Caden, he was one of our uh, – of course, he had moved in last year. So he had missed, I think, the first three games. But Caden, uh, for us, is he's a leader on defense. He, um, I'll tell you what he does better than anybody else on the defense is he runs to the football. The guy is uh, uh, he's tenacious, and uh, he's just got a got a knack for getting to the football. And then when he gets there, um, you know, he's a very strong kid, and he can really, really uh, put that power into uh, into tackling you. And, uh, you know, he doesn't just bring you down. He, he hurts you when he tackles you. So um, he's doing great for us, man. He's leading our team in tackles. And and I uh, and we're just expecting more and more out of him. He's uh, And he's a junior, you know, so he's going to be blowing up with these colleges. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, so the, the future is even brighter now. With, uh, he's the junior going to next year senior. But uh, keep it up with this year. Uh, of course, Alvin Henderson, another big game for him. And uh, what have you seen uh, from him this year? Maybe a little something different, you know, from previous seasons. Well, I'll tell you, he's, uh, you know, we've been doing a, you know, I, I think maybe people are are say, are seeing him. If you came and watched the game, you'd be like, Alvin's not getting the touches that he normally got last year. But he's getting, here's what you you don't get is that he's still getting the yards. You know, he's, uh, I mean, I think, uh, I think against Houston County, he had nine carries and almost had, you know, 240 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, he had five touchdowns last night or the other night against Brantley. So, uh, he's just an explosive runner, man. And I'll tell you, I think he's averaging like 17, 18 yards a carry. And with the blocking that we've got now, I think that's probably a part of it. But, um, 
you know, Alvin is uh he makes some runs during the games and, and even at practices and all of us coaches are just like, Wow, you know, I mean he's just got so much uh so much talent that's just God given. Um and uh and he can do it all. He can run you over, he can um uh, make you miss. Um and you know, sometimes he'll I love it how sometimes we'll be running our sweep and he's kind of, you know, three quarter speed. And then, man, when he sees that hole, you know, open up where he wants to, where he wants to make it go, he just turns on the jets and, um, you know, and he's another one. That's just a, he's a punishing type runner. I mean, uh, it's not fun to tackle him, you know? So, uh, he's just, man, he's gotten better and better. He's stronger. And, uh, you know, same thing, him being a junior, uh, it's going to be the future is definitely going to be exciting for him. You talk about, you know, people say he seems like he's getting fewer carries, but the, you talk about the production is still there where he was last year and with the touchdowns and the yardage. But as you go on through the season, you get, you know, later in the season, potentially in the playoffs, how much does that help? Because he's got fewer carries on a little bit fresher toward the, toward the end of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, uh, we want him. We want him and uh and all those guys playing their best football when we get in the playoffs and uh you know, there's no secret about that. We've uh we felt like we came up short last year and uh we wanna change that this year. So um hopefully uh you know, when we get to that point, you know, not just Alvin but all of our guys will be fresh and ready to go and uh and we can make a run at this thing. I know uh, something we talked about too before the season when I had you on the show talk about being big and physical and you talked about um, in the past you know opposing teams that played two tight ends uh, really pounded upon you guys it's something uh, they were able to take advantage of how do you see your team at this year with that yeah it's a little bit of a different deal you know we uh, we now I mean I, I, you know I'll be honest with you we've really this year given up with our one defense we've really only given up eight points so uh, we're able to match up with, uh, you know, New Brockton had a had a tight end team. Um, uh, Kenson, you know, did some tight end sets in there and things like that. And we just match up a lot better with our size now. And uh, you know, and same same thing. Those guys on defense have got now we've got that experience. They understand what we want out of them. Uh, you know, we were able to do a lot of different things coverage wise against Brantley that helped us out in the game and uh and we're just going to continue to build on those things and um and and you know without with all that being said philip there's there's still a million things to work on there's a million ways that we can improve and uh you know that's going to be our focus for these boys and and uh that's kind of what we're shooting for going into this this bye week yeah i was about to ask you going into into the bye week and you just mentioned one of the things there what's going to be keys kind of what what's the what's the layout for the bye week well, we're gonna get we're gonna give a Monday off. Uh, feel like you know it's after four games and uh, two at home and two on the road that they they deserve that and uh, and and deserve a little bit of a rest. And then we'll come back Tuesday and uh, and Wednesday in shells and uh, and Thursday in shorts. And I'll tell you, we we went ahead and coaches met today and went ahead and uh, kind of laid out. You know, for us defensively, we really wanted to. Uh, you know, we've kind of been holding some of our our coverages uh, under our belt, you know, for the Brantley game. And now that they're out, you know, it's time that we really, you know, we got to see them on tape the other night and there was some good and there was some bad. So we really want to fix those. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I made a little cut up of film just to show these, even though we played really good defensively, 
could have been so much better if we had, uh, you know, done some things. We had some technique breakdowns and, and things like that. So, um, you know, really want to fix that from a defensive perspective. And then, you know, offensively, uh, there's, a, you know, some things that we've had, um, uh, you know, this summer that we hit that we kind of put on a shelf and wanted to bring out the second half of the season. So it's time to get those off the shelf and work those uh, and and and, uh, and get ready for a tough Providence team also. Uh, you know, Providence is playing pretty good football and got a little film on them today and got to see some of them. And, uh, you know, there's some teams that we still got, uh, Georgiana on our schedule, uh, Florala, that, you know, are going to be uh, some tough opponents for us. So, um, you know, we can't look ahead. We can't do that. We just got to continue to work on us and make ourselves better and, and take them one at a time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you, you mentioned problems. And I don't know if you guys are off this week and then you'll play them on the 29th. But from what you've seen, you said you see a little bit of film on them. What kind of sticks out to you about them? Who's that, Providence? Yes. Yeah, Providence has got a uh, much improved team. I know they're returning a lot of a lot of guys. And uh, uh tell you, I watched them uh, defensively. They really swarm to the football. Uh, they're efficient on offense. Uh don't turn the ball over much. You know, they take care of the football. They do the things that they get offenses do. So, you know, like I said, for us, we, uh, you know, we, we really, we're going to take this week and, and not so much worry about Providence this week, but worry about, worry about us and try to work on things that we need to improve on. And then, uh, you know, next week, uh, you know, we'll be dialing in on Providence. And, you know, one of the things that, that, that we've, you know, we've, we've kind of talked to our team about um, this year, too, has been, you know, guys, you know, last year there was many, many games where we played a really good first half and played a bad second half or or a good second half and, and came out flat. And, um, and you know, we really wanted to, to be, you know, to, to go out and try to dominate the entire game and play the best of our ability the, the entire game. And uh feel like we've done that for four games. And, uh, really want to see uh, see that continue and build on that going into this second half of the season for us. You know, and finally, uh, before I let you go, just uh, anything I haven't asked about, anything you'll talk about there, uh, what's going on with the the Elbow football program? Yeah, I'll tell you, man, we've got uh, – uh, one thing I'd like to mention is uh, our crowd. We had a friggin' packed house the other night at Brantley, and uh, they do such a great job of traveling with, with us, our town does, and – just want to keep encouraging uh, people to come out and support these kids. Uh, you know, we're a one, a school and, um, you know, sometimes, uh, we don't, you know, get all the things that we would like to, to give our kids, but I'll tell you when the, when the stands are full, that, that makes up for it. And, uh, uh, just get out and support these kids and, and, um, and, and, uh, cheer, cheer loud for them, man. That's, that's really all I'd like, I got to say. Well, I appreciate you uh, you coming on, Coach. It's always good to talk to you. Always good to talk about the uh, the Elba Tigers with you. Uh, I just want to say uh, congratulations on the four 0 start so far, and good luck on the rest of the season. I'm sure I'll, I'll check in with you uh, before the season is out. But I, as always, I appreciate uh, you taking the time and come on the show. Thanks, Philip. Uh, sure, enjoy talking about our kids and all, and uh, appreciate what you do. Thank you. All right. Once again, thanks to Coach Mark Steving for coming on. This week's edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Uh, Elba Tigers are on the off week this week, but then they will resume on the 29th when they play. 
Providence Christian in a non-region matchup. So let's look at week four of the schedule. The season is flying by. We've almost hit the midway point of the season. And we're going to start off in 7A Region 2. Of course, this is a game you'll be able to listen to on 96.9 The Legend on Friday night. Owen Force Smith Station will be at 3 and 1 Dothan. In 4A Region 2, you'll have Montgomery Academy at 2 and 2 at Andalusia, who is 4 and 0. Catholic Montgomery, they are 4 and 0. They will be at 1 and 3 Geneva. 2 and 2 Booker T. Washington will be at 1 and 2 Slocum. 1 and 3 Bullet County will be at 1 and 3 Dale County. In 3A Region 2, 1 and 3 Delville will be at 1 and 3 Northside Memphis. This is a Thursday night game. Pike County will be at Op. Uh, Pike County is two and two. Op is one and three on the season. Strong at four and zero will be at one and three. Ashford three and zero. Houston Academy will be at one and three. New Brockton two A Region two. Whitsburg at one and three will be at one and three. Abbeville zero and three. Sampson will be at three and zero. Cottonwood one and three. Ayrton will be at two and two. Zion Chapel and two and one. GW Long will be at zero and three. Geneva County and two A Region three. Lafayette at one and three will be at Goshen, who is two and two on the year. Three and zero Realtown will be at one and two Barber County. And one A Region two Georgiana at three and one will be at Houston County, who's one and three. Two and two Brantley will be at one and two Kinston, and then two, one and two Pleasant Home will be at two and one Florala. And AISA Abbeville Christian at zero and four will be at four and zero Lowndes Academy. And so non-region action, uh, some of the teams are going out of region. Rehoboth at 1-2 will be at 3-1 Enterprise. Navarre from Florida, 2-2, two two will be at 3-1 Carroll. 2-2 two two Charles Henderson will be at 3-1 Beauregard. And 3-1 Ufala will be at 2-2 two two Pike Road. So there's only six teams in 5A Region 2, so they have more non-region games. So they're out of region uh, this upcoming week. And Enterprise is going out of region because there's nine teams uh, in the region there in 7A Region 2. So always, if all the teams play in one week, there's an odd team out. So that's going to be Enterprise this week in a non-region matchup. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Uh, make sure to tune in Wednesday for Wiregrass Daily News Sports. We'll be breaking down all things Alabama, Auburn, and Troy on that one. And Thursday night on 96.9 The Legend at 8 o'clock will be the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show. He'll look back at the Dothan Wolves 59 to 24 victory over the Prattville Lions and look ahead to Friday night's matchup with Smith Station. And of course, if you miss it on the radio at 8 30, it'll be on this feed. Uh, so you can check it out there as well. And of course, on Friday night, you can listen to the Dothan Wolves take on the Smith Station Panthers. Homecoming will be the final Dothan home game for a little bit. Uh, they'll have four straight road games after this one, and then they'll close out the season finale at home uh, just remember to check it out on 96.9 legend not near radio download the app uh, but pregame will start at 6 45 and kickoff is at seven hope everybody has a great rest of their week uh please uh check out all the podcasts we do here check out some high school football this weekend you will enjoy it anyways guys until next time bye-bye